Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash Natchbute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. P-R-A. Public Radio America. You're smarter already. This week on Your Welcome, meet the startup who intends to make your texts a lot nicer and gentler than you actually are. Is making your sentences more sensitive putting the cart before the horse? Or will it lead insensitive horses to the crisp, cooling water of inoffensive phrasing? Then Chartreuse Beljar grapples with her own robophobia. All this and retractions today on... You're welcome. Welcome to your welcome. I'm Stefan Hyphenstraitman, and I hope no one finds my live journal from back in my slam poetry days. Our top story this week. Texting has become planet Earth's preferred mode of communication, sexual harassment, and pretending to be very busy in an awkwardly silent waiting room. Its simple and stripped-down method of delivering ideas, non-sequiturs, non-news, bad news, breakups, birthday wishes, and poor grammar has removed the tyranny of awkwardness that once plagued telephone interactions. Thanks to emojis, future generations will never have to worry about the challenges of injecting personality into phone calls by announcing facial expressions or iconic totems. Hey baby, kissy winking face with exaggerated red lips. I had a great time last night. What are you up to tonight? Big red cartoon valentine heart. Three more kiss winking faces. Ugh. Frowning face with eyes closed and one huge enormous sweat drop. But text messaging is such an instantaneous form of expression, it taps into our basest lizard brains, devoid of the careful consideration and evaluation with which we treat our spoken language. All of our tireless work to remove offensive words from conversation could be shattered by a single knee-jerk text. Look at this completely anonymous text message transcription here. Quote, You sounded like a total retard last week. Try to control your stupid breathing next time. You sound like a fat Nebraskan. End quote. Followed immediately by, quote, Stefan hyphen Straitman, how did you get my number? Delete it immediately or I will holocaust you straight to hell. Sent from Chartreuse Beljar's iPhone. End quote. Is there any way to ensure that our text messages are inoffensive and devoid of any aggressive provocation, emotional triggers, or insensitive vocab? A tech startup based out of Austin, Texas, may have the answer. When I founded this company, I had nothing but a trust fund and a dream of cleaning up messes made by what I call Rex, which is uh, short for reckless texting. Rex can destroy relationships, civilizations, and our souls. They can yank socially conscious conversation back to the dark ages, also known as the the era of peak insensitivity. Uh, but political correctness is not permanent. It, it's territory in a, in a massive battleground soaked with blood and bodies. And, and if we aren't careful, political incorrectness can gain ground and turn our interaction 
interactions into a sensitivity a no man's land. Uh, unless there are any surviving World War One veterans listening, in, in which case I'd avoid potentially diminishing their trauma and say, um, I don't know, turn our interactions into uh, sensitivity. Uh, Gettysburg. They're all dead, right? Bart McLeod, formerly of Skullshine, Texas, population 560, now residing in Austin, Texas, population unclear but entirely too high, has put millions of angel investor dollars and billions of unpaid intern college credit hours into his startup to end what he calls rexting. His company, called Textreme Caution, is introducing the world's first-ever auto-politically correct software into phones and handheld devices in an attempt to introduce automatic sensitivity to the cold format of texting. Texting can correct our grammar and spelling, but what about correcting problematic word choices? I mean, look at the word... <sighs> look at the word... Um... You can say it. Slut. If I if I type the word, um, go ahead. Slut. Ah, uh, using the um, the the Textream caution software, it it automatically corrects to strong, independent woman with predictive text options to switch it to sexually active goddess or sex worker who's made a choice in uh, a fiscally challenging environment. Well, that's all well and good, Bart, but what about context? I mean, supposing I try to type the phrase, well, that all sounds like a bunch of mean-spirited slut shit. Don't say that. Uh, sorry. What? Don't don't you say that word. Slut shaming. You said it again. I said don't. I demand that you not say that. Well, Bart, I didn't say slut. I said slut shaming. <laughs> you are like an avalanche of that word. I I, I, I I say don't say that word. You say it twice. I strike down one, two spring up in its place like the heads of a hydra. You, sir, are a Greek myth of hate speech. Bart. I'm not saying slut in a derogatory way. I'm saying slut shaming, as in the misogynistic act of shaming a woman. Oh, so a woman automatically has to be called a slut. Slut. Space, space, space. Ut in your head. Is, is, is that it? Bart. And so-called I... sluts have to be so-called shamed in your so-called head. Is, is that it? Bart, it's a sociological term for trying to make a woman feel... You can't make a woman feel anything. They're human being people. I'm trying to say... You should apologize. Apologize to me and all women on earth in that order. I think Say you're, you're assuming... sorry and I can forgive you and you can be a good human being person again. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. That, That's not good enough. Okay. I need you to type, I'm sorry into your phone using the, the Textream Caution software. Alright, I'm now typing my token, wrote, completely sincere apology, into Textream Caution. There we go, I'm sorry, and ooh. Yeah, there, see, now as you can see, it politically, it, it auto-politically corrects I'm sorry into a 500-word public statement. We're, we're working on a, on a software that automatically releases it to BuzzFeed and Gawker. Impressive. Bart's software was both thought-provoking and thought-suppressing, all within the blink of an eye. It holds the impressive capacity to make a lifelong liberal feel like a total piece of human garbage in record-breaking time. 
while diligently policing word choices with a revolutionary disregard for intent and context. We here at Textream Caution say you can text without context. A word is a word is a word. It's a word. It doesn't matter how you use it. Only matters that you don't. The conundrum with Textream Caution is clear. On the one hand, political correctness is crucial to keeping society modern, raising social consciousness, and including every single human being in the beautiful rainbow spectrum of global culture. On the other hand, this man is a dickhead. He seems to thrive on superiority and self-righteousness without self-awareness, seems completely competitive compulsively, and buckles under an inflated sense of importance that involves the whole world conspiring to get him. In short, he's a tech startup guy. Bart's demonstrations included the complete, textreme caution overhaul of Mark Twain's classic novel, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, which not only removed all controversial uses of the N-word, but also changed Huckleberry to tofu to avoid offending anyone with berry allergies, and Finn to smooth surface to avoid triggering anyone with shark phobias. Say you wanted to type, have you seen the new Godzilla movie? Well, you're an even bigger monster than Godzilla in that case. Seen is an ableist phrase that victimizes the viewing impaired. New is a privileged term suggesting improvement or superiority. And Godzilla, (laughs) where do I begin? I mean, Godzilla is so patriarchal. Why not Goddesszilla? And even then, you have the issue of favoring a, a monotheistic bias that rules out all pagan and pantheistic traditions. Why not multiple gods and goddessesszilla? And then you stand to exclude those who believe there is no god. So why not there is no godzilla or the god delusional zilla? Indeed. So what does that phrase autocorrect to? Have you experienced on your own terms and through your complete and total willful agency the most chronologically recent film featuring the problematically labeled giant reptile and its equally problematic destruction of populated communities? Period. No question mark? Question marks demand an answer. That's a completely unfair expectation, or as I call it, rexpectation. Bart's quest to end rexts has begun meeting some opposition from a number of free speech activists especially the Austin-based movement Don't Mess With Text Us, led by local poet and self-published memoirist Queenie Hibbs. We should be allowed to text what we want, how we want, when we want. Someone wants to step in and repress our behavior, our speech, our inner thoughts. That's like something out of 1984. You mean the George Orwell book? No, 1984. That's the year I was born. My parents were Catholic. When confronted with the concerns of don't mess with text us, Bart had this to say. 1984. Don't get me started on how problematic that book is. Look at Orwell's prejudiced word choices. Big brother, why not big sister, or average size sibling, and and what about the trigger the phrase can cause in an only child? 1984 assumes big brothers are bad. I, I know lots of people who can only wish they had a big brother. Lots of people... Bart plans on launching Textream Caution by the year's end as a free download. How does he intend to monetize this program? Oh, uh, only the download is free. After it, it, it charges you by the word. PRA and Your Welcome World News are brought to you by the Salem Institute for Wayward Witches, offering a safe place for any practitioners of the dark arts. Cats Allowed. Goats Negotiable. 
Our next story. We've already explored one way that technology is butting into the human conversation like a nosy grandmother from the future. But what about the ongoing concern that much-needed jobs in America are going to the dogs? The robot dogs? What a cute mental image. Here's Chartreuse Beljar with the story. Robots are taking over human jobs. It's happening and it's real. Most of these jobs are hard manual labor. In the past year, however, robots have been branching out into different kinds of jobs. Jobs in the past that required college degrees, years of training, and human thoughts and feelings are now up for robot arm grabs. I, for one, have trouble accessing my emotions. They are trapped deep down inside of me that only cheap wine can unchain them. And other people's emotions? In no way can I begin to deal with those. Am I saying I'd rather interact with robots? Maybe. Am I saying I'd rather a robot deal with other people's emotions? A thousand times yes. I first made a call to Raquel Wilsch, a 28-year-old woman who suffers from bipolar disorder and chooses to see a robot as a therapist. Yeah, it's not so much what she says, it's, it's more in the quality of her cold, monotone voice that's so soothing. And the long silences. What happens when you have a moment, say, you start crying or get stuck in the web of your own thoughts? Heidi can sense my emotions changing even before I can. It's like she's psychic or something. Then she'll lead me in a guided meditation. She's even equipped with those nature sounds, you know, like a white noise or a babbling brook. Mm. I prefer a grinding metal sound, like the sound they use for the T-Rex screams in Jurassic Park. It's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a terrible sound. Would you recommend a robot therapist over a human therapist? Absolutely. She's straight to the point, always on time. We never go over time. And then there's never that weird comparison of your therapist, your mother, or your father, or whatever. Zero human ties to this thing. After I got the information for Raquel's therapist, Heidi, I then made a trip over to RoboBods, a gym equipped with personal trainers that are robots. Upstairs in the weightlifting loft, a fitness professional in the shape of a giant metal box coaches clients. Three, four, five, six. That's it. You have the power to change. You are not a precise machine like me. You are imperfect. But if you keep going, you may achieve a machine-like pace and get a rock-hard bod just like me. And if you slow down or ask for a break... No, you do not need water. Your hydration levels are at a 67%. You do not need a water break for another... One hour and five minutes. On to power lifts. One, two, three, four. After signing up for a discounted monthly membership, I went to an internet cafe in Glendale and got onto YouTube for a live stream of an afternoon service at Powerhouse of Faith. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. And God said, Start program. 
Earth one zero one zero one one zero one zero zero one one. After spending approximately eighty dollars on the hourly internet fee, plus three lattes, and an additional three hundred and fifty dollars on donations to Powerhouse of Faith, I could feel a sense of singularity deep inside my room temperature heart. P R A, and you're welcome. Are brought to you by Truffle Oil. Once you try it, you'll want it on everything, because your meal, as is, will never be enough. Truffle oil, crack cocaine for foodies. Speaking of foodies, we now go to our PRA food critic Jacques Boudois, reporting from Nineveh, Iraq, on the best falafel dish in the world. And Jacques, your segment always makes my mouth water. What makes these falafels so special? Um, Jacques. Jacques, are you there? Mr. Boudoir, how's that authentic falafel? Scale of one to five stars, Jacques. Just scream a number. Looks like we're having some technical difficulties. I'm not sure what's going on in that region of Iraq. Oh, someone just handed me a note. It appears something horrible has happened. Well, that just about wraps it up then. But first,、uh, we are right all the time here at Your Welcome World News, except of course for the times that we are not. So here are this week's retractions. According to the Pantone color scale standard, orange is not technically the new black. The scientific term for water transforming into gaseous matter is evaporation, not quitting. Pornography is not considered a public utility in the Czech Republic, and finally, Elvis Presley's home is known as Graceland, not Elvis the House. We are up to 2.4 percent of our fundraising goal. Donors will receive a stress ball made specifically for listening to your extended family's opinions on the economy and whose fault it is. Thanks for listening, or at least having us on in the background while you drive. Special thanks, as always, to research interns Madeline Wager, Eric Stoles, Levi Petrie, B.J. Emery, and P.D. Gibson, along with Jeremy Simon and in-studio snugglebug Zane Grant. I'm Stephen Hyphen Straitman, saying thank you and you're welcome. Your Welcome World News is in partnership with Feral Audio. Go to our show page at feralaudio.com to subscribe on iTunes, donate, and check out other podcasts like Mystic Party, Call Chelsea Peretti, and more. P R A Public Radio America. It's like a tote bag for your ears. Feral Audio.
grants of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.